Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show we have a story by Andrew Womack and he's talking about the time when his son was raised from the dead. It's really a cool story and he really goes into detail about the importance of believing the Word of God and not only just believing it because, you know, the Bible says so, but really believing that you can do the things that Jesus has called us to do. Jesus said in the Word that we would do greater things than He. So if if we can do greater things, Jesus rose the dead. So that means that is for us as well. Healing the sick is for us as well. Raising the dead, seeing people set free, casting out demons. All that stuff is within our grasp by the Holy Spirit, if we believe. Here's Andrew Womack. And so Jamie and I had just gotten back from Mexico. We went to bed, I think, at 2.15 in the morning uh, from a trip. And at 4.15, my oldest son called and he said, Dad, I'm sorry to tell you this, but Peter, my youngest son, he said he's dead. And so I asked him, I said, what happened? And he told me what happened. And I said, don't you let anybody touch him until we get there. And so Jamie and I had to get up. We had to get dressed. It was an hour drive into Colorado Springs. And we didn't have cell phones. This was March the 4th, 2001. And so we uh, got ready and praise God for the word. We knew that death and life is in the power of the words. And so we refused to speak any of our doubts. In any of our fears, we spoke and agreed and said the first report is not the last report. That's the first thing that popped into my mind. Wasn't a scripture, but it was a great truth. And I, so we just said that. We got dressed, and as we started in, you know, the scripture says that you wore a good warfare by the prophecies that have gone before on you. And so as we were driving in, I was beginning to feel grief and sorrow and anything that anybody would feel and uh, I just didn't like it and I've learned that you we have love joy and peace I can choose how I feel and I don't like grief and I didn't like sorrow and so uh, I just started resisting it and out of nothing but faith I just was saying in the name of Jesus I refuse to grieve I refuse to get into anger into grief into sorrow And I started just praising God in an effort to counter all of the negative stuff that I was feeling. And as soon as I did, you know, when you start praising God, the Bible says that strength to still the enemy and the avenger. Praise makes you focus on the positive instead of the good and the negative. You know, Heidi made a real point two or three times today about this, that you cannot focus on the persecution and the sorrow and the grief. You have to focus on the positive things. And so anyway, I knew that and I just started praising God. And when I did, prophecies started coming back to my remembrance, reminding me of things. And and there was two instances where people who never knew me came up to me and said, you've got two boys and the younger is going to turn to the Lord before the older one does. And these were people that didn't even know me. They didn't know if I had two boys or how many kids I had. And yet I knew it was ordained of God. And they prophesied exactly what I needed to hear. And those prophecies hadn't come to pass. And it just finally dawned on my lightning fast mind that if those prophecies were really from God, then he had to live. 
And so we were believing for healing, but all of a sudden, I saw it. Those prophecies helped me to focus, and I started laughing, and I told Jamie, I said, this is going to be the greatest miracle we've ever seen. I'm not sure what Jamie thought about me. I know she was standing in agreement, but I saw it. And I said, it's going to be awesome. And when we finally got into Colorado Springs, my oldest son came out and he said, I don't know what happened, but five or ten minutes after we called you, Peter just sat up and started talking. And, and when my oldest son called, he had been dead over four hours. He was already stripped naked. He was a white boy. He turned black. And he had a tote tag on, stripped naked on a cooler in a morgue. And he had already been uh, pronounced dead and, and put in a morgue. And he just sat up and started talking. Between four and five hours with no oxygen to the brain. And he came back with no brain damage. No more than he had before. <laughs> and he's a smart guy. And it was just the next year that... Uh, he uh, had a little girl, our only granddaughter, and she was born a year after that. And I've told her, I said, you are really unique. To, you were born a year after your father died. There's not many people that can say that. And so, man, that's, that's how you do it. You just, God told you that you go heal the sick. He didn't tell you to pray for the sick. He told you to heal the sick. That's implying that we have authority. And the church is asking God to do what he told you to do. He told you to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. And yet the majority of Christians approach God like, oh God, we are nothing. We have nothing. We can do nothing, but we know that you can do anything. Would you stretch forth your hand to heal? That's a chicken prayer. <laughs> Anybody can pray that prayer. But when you stand and say, in the name of Jesus, like in the third chapter of the book of Acts, Peter and John were going into the temple at the hour of prayer, and they said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. They didn't even pray for the man. They didn't pray and ask God to heal him. They said, such as I have Give I unto thee. And then they reached down and grabbed him by the hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he went walking and leaping and praising God. They had the power and authority. Every one of you have raising from the dead power on the inside of you. But Jesus said that when you are facing a problem, you speak to the mountain. Don't talk to God about your mountain. Don't tell God that the doctor says I'm dying. Would you do something? He told you to speak to your mountain. You speak to cancer. You speak to whatever. You take your authority. And somebody says, but I'm not the source. I can't heal anybody. Absolutely. But you've got the source living on the inside of you and it's at your disposal. Let me give one last thing. I quit with this. I don't know how long I'm supposed to go, but I'm sure it's about over. Uh, there was a friend of mine that was in Nigeria and he held a service and saw lots of people healed. And of course he was a white guy and uh, he was amongst all black people in Nigeria. And so the next day he was walking through the market 
And people recognized him as the guy who was the evangelist the night before. And they started coming up and people were just yelling. They were speaking in a language he didn't understand, but they were trying to touch him. And his first response was to say, it's not me. It's not me. You know, look to Jesus. There's a, that's what most people would do. But before he could do anything, the Lord spoke to him and he said, Dave, he said, what would you have thought? When I rode into Jerusalem on that donkey and they put down palm branches and put their garment in the way and were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, what would you have thought if the donkey would have said, it's not me, it's not me? <laughs> he says, nobody's praising you. They're praising the one that's in you. You're just the donkey. <laughs> Amen. So I admit it's not me, but God lives on the inside of me and I have to take my authority and you have to speak. You have a command to go heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. The same works that Jesus did, you will do also. But it's not going to happen without your cooperation, without your faith. You have to start meditating on it, seeing it happen. Have you seen yourself raise the dead? Have you seen yourself open the eyes of the blind? It won't happen until you see it. And so every one of you can do it, but you just have to activate the power of God by operating in these principles. Amen. That was Andrew Womack, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Andrew Womack's son raised from the dead. And you can also find out more information about him at his, at his ministry website, which is awmi.net, awmi.net. Hope you have a fabulous weekend this weekend and that you remember that you can live a 320 life. You can do the things that Jesus has called us to do and greater things will we do on this earth. Have a great day and remember to live your 320 life. God bless.